0: Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She's really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their emotions, their personalities, perspectives, and uniqueness. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen, To the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all their insecurities. They will feel supported to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will feel connected to a sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Anna Maria Kuczeriava. Anna Maria is a 21 years old Ukrainian girl and a political science student in Comenius University in Bratislava, Slovakia. Anna Maria likes dancing, playing ukulele, sometimes singing, and when she has the right mood, she writes, poems. For her, hobbies are the way to be alone and just have a rest from her daily life. Ana Maria started three months ago sessions with a psychotherapist which she believes is an important thing for everyone to do. Ana Maria, how are you today?
1: Thank you, I'm fine. And you?
0: I feel blessed. I feel honored and happy to have you here and very curious about you as a woman, as a And as a person, so I'll begin with this nice first question. Anna Maria, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you?
1: I only want to say thank you for this opportunity to be here. Uh, And uh, my friends will tell you that I'm kind, I'm nice, I'm a clever person, Pretty girl. Uh, they definitely would say that I'm really uh, sensitive uh, and I'm a really empathic person. And when you see me on the street, uh, you will see a smiling girl. <laughs> so
0: thank you for that. I love it. And I want to begin directly into the important questions, which is you doing psychotherapy. And believing that's very, very important for everyone to do. Can you speak about how you felt before starting it? When did you decide to do it? Why did you think about some worries that other people will judge you Be uh, for that? And how was that experience?
1: Um, As I said, uh, I'm a really sensitive person and I felt it from from my childhood and um, it was really difficult years uh, in a school uh, when you are changing and your friends are changing and uh, it's difficult to maintain these relationships with others and your body changing. And it was difficult to me understand that I am okay. When uh, your parents said, like you get a little bit fatter than you was than you were, it's difficult to me as a 14 year old to understand why and why it is important to say me. and it was really hurting me. Uh, so I felt alone a long time. And I think, I don't know, actually now, is it was um, a depression or something like that, but I felt really bad. And I have, uh, I had anorexia uh, these years and um, and uh, I, I had self-harm because I didn't find other way to express this uh, pain inside of me. Uh, So when I grow up, and now uh, I had a lot of problems, uh, because uh, the main thing uh, is a war in Ukraine. So uh, it was like the point of uh, why I decided to start this, uh, this work with uh, uh, psychology. So um, now I feel like I'm not alone and I'm okay. And uh, I'm not alone with this problem, problems. And a lot of people have it. And actually it is, uh, there are a lot of ways to decide it. And uh, it's okay to ask people for help, like my friends, my parents, and others. And actually I know that is, I don't know how in other countries but in ukraine it is like something strange to start work with um, psychologists because uh, people think like i'm not insane i don't need it but it is okay it's like you go to the other doctors when you feel pain in your body so it's okay to go to psychologist um, and i I I advised uh, to my friends to start work with psychologists, um, and a lot of them uh, did it. So I think, and uh, it is my point of view, like, if you need it, you should try, because you will find a lot of ways out of your problems, and life is getting more easy, (laughs) actually.
0: I love that. And that's very, very important. And you said that you were hurt a lot uh, psychologically throughout your life and you needed to overcome self-harm, etc. Can you speak a bit more about, in your experience, maybe only about Ukraine, how common was that within girls? Do you feel is it mostly because some people... Uh, they bully them somehow or say mean things. Is it even Instagram? And when they see girls who look much more pretty than them, and they think, "Oh my God, I'm so ugly! I will nobody will love me." Uh, uh, all that, like, can you share? Because you shared about a bit about your story, and I want to hear more. But is it only you, or is there something happening to many girls nowadays? Maybe the pandemic, when they needed to stay home, was uh, unhappy that you believe also is making a lot of girls suffer from mental health issues and that's why also you recommend psychotherapy
1: yes actually a lot of girls i know at least 3 of my uh, close friends who are uh, anorexic and uh, when i find it it was really surprisingly because uh, there are there are a lot of pretty girls they uh, really interesting, really beautiful and it, it was like strange why you do this, uh, why you have these problems. Um, and a lot of a lot of Ukrainian girls yes and now I'm living in Slovakia. I think Italy it is a little bit um, a different situation here like um, in Ukraine. but uh, I think the main point is Instagram yes. As you said because uh, we see uh, beautiful bodies we see beautiful girls and but it doesn't mean that they look in real life the same and it is i think it is really important to say to little girls and boys it's not only about girls uh that you are okay like you are normal you have normal body and uh everything works that way that it should so don't think like i should be prettier because it is life is not about it it's it's not the main thing in your life
0: thank you so if i understood you correctly even girls that you thought are very pretty did not feel self-confident they did not feel beautiful and it was even in their mind they were uh not feeling worthy, and they were having anorexia, etc. Is this correct?
1: Yes, yes. uh, They were were my uh, close friends. So I know it. I know it for sure.
0: Thank you. And as a dancer, do you believe that dance could be part of the healing process? That when a woman dances or a girl, she connects with her body, she falls in love with how her body can move. And so she can see the value of herself outside of the Photoshop pictures. Or do you find that it's so deep, the mental traumas that even dance cannot help it. And really you need psychotherapy more than anything. Even dance is not making a big difference.
1: I think it depends to a person. Like I know some girls who, which are, like going through it and forget about it. Like it was in an early age, like in a 14, 16 years. uh, And now they're okay. But some girls have uh, really mental issues and they need uh, to go to a specialist and and do something with it. Because dancing is a good way. I think it is uh, a part, a part of healing. It's not the main thing. And... um, for sure it will help and like for me and i see uh different girls with different body and uh they are dancing and as you said fell in love with uh with them and it it is so great and wow (laughs) i actually feel happy every time when i go dancing for me it's like it's like uh, it's it's a way i can be myself and and I don't have to be shy and I don't have to be perfect. Uh, I do what I do and it's cool.
0: Thank you. And you don't live in Ukraine now anymore. You needed for the last years to adapt to a new society, a new culture. How was that adaptation? And in that time, you didn't yet begin psychotherapy, did you feel it was even harder to be away from your friends from your family, when you are a girl who had to overcome mental health issues? How was that experience uh, for you?
1: Actually, I want to say uh, that it was easier than I I thought, because uh, I changed everything around me. And it was like, uh, like, I can breathe. Now, because nobody knows me and I can be myself and I can find new friends. I can find new uh, me. And it was actually great because uh, in Slovakia it, uh, it is, uh, there are different people, not like in Ukraine. Maybe difference is uh, they don't look at you like, like you should be. Uh, that way because in Ukraine it is and like for me it was some kind of freedom because I was here alone and I started a new life with myself so it was much easier than that I thought.
0: Thank you and I love that you mentioned that you struggled with some people thinking about you that you should be a specific way their expectations Some girls, even some women, they have that in mind where they want to go for their big dreams, which is out of their comfort zone. But they worry, what if I make a mistake? What if I do something wrong? And then people will think, we told you, we told you not to do it. Or they think, oh, we always knew you're not smart or uh, anything like that. And therefore, the judgment of those people stops those women from living to their potential. What's your advice to them?
1: Yes, I am as a girl who feels pressure all the time. And uh, my advice uh, is you are a main character in your life. Don't listen to other uh, people because they don't know what to do in their lives. Uh, who are they to tell you what to do in your uh, life? So um, when you started to hear yourself, when you started uh, to be your best friend, life is getting easier, because um, you are the only one, like, you are the only one for yourself, you should be, and uh, and um, do whatever you want, try, make mistakes, it's okay, because it's life, uh, and everybody do mistakes, so, you should try uh, everything for me. Like, I think you should try and and just be happy. Like, the main goal is be happy and uh, feel free.
0: Thank you. And before we get, because I want to also ask about your experience with the war in Ukraine and the whole situation. But before that, I'm curious about something. You as a girl who has suffered from... Um, Self esteem issues from feeling that you're not beautiful enough, that your body is not good enough, that you needed to not eat or uh, suffer from anorexia. When it comes to dating, let's say there is a guy that you liked or a boy or whatever, and he thinks you're beautiful. How does that work within your psychology? Do you resist that and think, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing, and you feel extra shy if he thinks you're beautiful? Or did you use it as a positive saying to say, at least he thinks I'm beautiful, so I'm beautiful? Because there are women who is the opposite, that they will hate positive compliments if they don't feel good self-esteem. And therefore, they create a kind of relationship where they lose that relationship in the end because they don't accept to be happy because they have so much uh, trauma and mental health. What's your perspective on this?
1: Uh, Firstly, it was difficult to me understand it like I thought uh, he's just kidding uh, he's just uh, he wants to make a compliment for me so it is nothing or he loves me so it's okay uh, but then I had uh, a boyfriend who tells me every day that I'm pretty then I'm good enough that I'm clever and I'm smart and I'm worth it and etc and etc and I'm really really thankful for him because i when you hear it every day you start believing in it and now i'm that person who tells me every day that i'm pretty i'm good enough and i'm clever and it works actually and i think uh, that women they are so critical to yours uh, themselves and it's so big problem because you you like lost a lot of things when you just think, like, uh, I did something wrong or uh, I, I, sh- I shouldn't say that or uh, I uh, look uh, bad today. And you're spending whole life in your head, actually. And it is it's wrong. You should believe in yourself first. And the second, uh, the people who who love you, uh, they won't say anything uh, like for bad to make bet for you. So you should, you should be more polite, I guess.
0: Thank you for that. I really appreciate all your insight and your support and ideas that come from real life experience. And to move a bit more, because you said one of the things that made it even more important for you to go to psychotherapy was the war in Ukraine. Of course, it started in 2014, but there was the February 24th invasion. How was that day for you? Did you believe it? What happened? What news did you hear? How did your emotions change? Were you in Ukraine or you were at your university in that time, uh, far away, and you're worried about your family, share your story, so that people can imagine that period for you.
1: When war begins, I was uh, in Bratislava in Slovakia, I was studying. I remember the day I woke up really early, I don't know why, I just don't know why. And I uh, look at my phone, and I saw a lot of messages, and I I talk about it, uh, about war, and uh, I feel uh, stressed, <laughs> uh, so it was early morning, and I read a message from my friends, who said, like, uh, they are in Kyiv, and uh, I live in a small city near Kiev, like, in 20 minutes, and... I actually, I didn't know what to do. I'm, I'm just uh, sitting uh, at, in, uh, in my bed, and I uh, told my friend, I live with her, that uh, the war starts. And actually it is so difficult to understand it because in 21st century, how, how it possible to start a war? And uh, we're just checking messages Uh, checking the situation, checking news about it, it was it was terrible it was actually terrible and I uh, called my mom uh, a lot of times in a day because she was there in Ukraine and uh, actually it is difficult because you don't know what to do with your stress Like everything you can do is just checking the news. That's all. And if somebody doesn't answer me, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know, I don't know what, what happened there. And uh, I, I, it it is uh, what my uh, psychologist told me, like, uh, it's even more harder because uh, people who live in Ukraine and uh, are in this situation, uh, they do something like they run, they hide, uh, they move to another city, or etc. And when you just check in news, it's difficult because you do not do something with it. So in a few months, uh, I came to Ukraine in summer, and uh, I saw my favorite Kiev, and I I saw people who who study it to live with it and they and they do great i guess because i i don't know actually how how it was in the first days
0: thank you so much anna maria for sharing your voice your story in this podcast i appreciate you giving your real life journey and experience with other people and other women i wish you all the emotional balance happiness freedom success to you to ukraine and everyone that you love thank you so much for participating
1: thank you so much for this opportunity thank you so much for opportunity to speak about it it is a great job and thank you for your podcast
0: you are welcome thank you so much